You're listening to the Sydney Opera House Artie Farsi podcast. Should I do a degree in creative writing or should I do computer science? Looking back, that's not true, right? You can do more than one thing. This season is all about STEAM. Not STEAM like from a kettle or an old train. STEAM as in science, technology, engineering, art and math. And why can't we do stuff that we're not good at? Just do it. Just do it. And whatever it is and have fun. We talk to your favourite creative thinkers to explore the connections between science and creativity. This talk was recorded as a live stream conversation. Up next, Christy Byrne and Dennis Knight. Hi there, my name is Unghard Yo, but you can call me Rad. I'm a television and radio presenter, a huge science fan, and I'm going to be your host today for this event coming out of the Sydney Opera House. Now, today the land that we're on is called Benelong Point. But the traditional custodians of this land, the Gadigal people, called this place Jubagali. I'd like to pay my respects to their elders past, present and future and acknowledge their ongoing unbroken connection to the absolutely beautiful land and waters that are here today. Now, we have a ton of schools and students joining us from around the country to talk to two very special guests who are both creative and scientific They are authors of the book series Wednesday Weeks, which is all about a sorcerer's apprentice who would rather study science than magic, which to me, I'm like, why? Because magic is really cool, but science is also really cool. So thank you for joining us today, Christy Byrne and Dennis Knight. Yay! Thank you for having us. It's so exciting to be here. Yeah. Well, let's get to know you both. Christy, I'll start with you. So you've been a science communicator for about 20 years. What has that looked like? It is the most fun job ever. So a science communicator's job is to learn new things and then share them with people and share them with the world. So I've been able to travel to different countries and do all sorts of different jobs. I've worked at a particle accelerator in Switzerland. I've worked (laughs) as a journalist in Japan. I've worked with a science circus in South Africa. I've been a garbage analyst where you go through people's <laughs> rubbish bins to find out what we throw out and how we can recycle it. It's the best fun. I just love learning new things and, and making them into something interesting. Incredible. And Dennis, I hear that you are a computer programmer. So you write code, but then you also write books. Yes. That's <laughs> so what drew you to doing computer programming? Uh, two words, Red. Space invaders. Really? <laughs> yeah. Showing my age a little bit, but when I was 10, I played Space Invaders for the very first time. I think, I think it was at Pizza Hut, <laughs> one of those little, you know, the cocktail game units. Um, so just like light bulb moment, mind blown, just wanted to do nothing else. Um, so I begged my parents to buy, buy, buy us the Atari 2600, right, which is the, that was the PS5 of the day. Um, and they were like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. Because, you know, gaming is just a waste of time, right? Um, but what they did buy me was a computer. Also very good. Yeah, no software though, just the computer. <laughs> so if I wanted to play games, I had to write them myself. So that's, that's how I got into it. Amazing. I love that you're just like, oh, well, I guess I'll just learn how to make my own game if I want to play one. So how did you transition from both of those very different kind of careers into writing books and to writing books together? Stop right there. (laughs) There's no transition. You don't have to stop doing one thing and start doing something else. And I think that's why we wrote these books because so many people are like, oh, no, you can only do one thing. 
and, and we just like to do all the things. So for myself, I started writing in primary school. I secretly wanted to be a writer, but I didn't tell anyone <laughs> because what if my books were not good? What if what I wrote was terrible, right? That would be awful. And then in year eight, I wrote a story and I put my heart and soul into it and I failed. I failed my creative writing assignment in year really? eight. Yes. So what do you think I did? Stopped writing for Yes, a while. I gave up. <laughs> I gave up. No. I cried. I cried and cried and I cried till my pillow stuck to my face. And then after one week, I peeled it off my face and I kept writing because I was so bored of crying. <laughs> it's way more fun to make stuff than to cry. Uh, and then I started entering writing competitions. And I kid you not, guess what happened? The very first writing competition that I entered. Guess, guess, guess. You won? No! You failed again! I failed again! <laughs> I failed again, I failed again. And then I failed again and I entered another and I failed again. And I just sort of did that for many years. And then one day... I came runner-up in a competition, and guess what the prize was? They flew me to the Sydney Opera House. Oh, that's so cool! I and here you are back again. How, so how old were you? I was in year eleven, and now I'm a little older than that, but not by much. <laughs> that's amazing. I love the amount of persistence that you had for it, and I think that's so important as well to be able to, you know, write a whole series of books, even if you were good off the bat. To write one book might be easy. To write two books a little bit harder, but to write more than that. Whew, Doing stuff that's easy is not always satisfying. Mm. So to have real fun, you've got to do something hard. And what about you, Dennis? How did you not transition, but <laughs> addition into writing books? Well, when I was in high school, I was a bit of a nerd. <laughs> Shocking, I know. So I was like super into science fiction and fantasy books and movies and stuff. But I also, as I said before, was super into messing around with computers. So... Um, at the end of high school, I thought I had to make a decision, right? I thought I had to choose between should I do a degree in creative writing or should I do computer science, right? And looking back, that's not true, right? You can do more than one thing. But at the time, I chose, I thought I had to choose, so I chose the one that pays better. <laughs> Spoiler alert, not writing. Yep. So I did that for 20 years or whatever. Um, but I always, I always sort of had that ambition, like what if I could like write a, a fantasy novel one day. And so I thought about 10 years ago, I thought, well, I'll give it a go. And how did you guys meet and start writing together? We, um, we are both from Perth and there's, a, there's a, an organisation in Perth that we call Squibby. It's the Society of Children's Book Writers and Illustrators. Um, and we met through that. So we were both members and we were just reading each other's stuff, sort of critiquing and stuff like that. Yeah. And, and Dennis came up with this idea to write a book together and we tried to write something really, really good and we didn't write anything. <laughs> and then We were trying to come up with the ultimate idea. <laughs> perfect idea. And uh, newsflash, there's no such thing as perfect. So instead of writing the perfect idea, we just started writing a game, like for fun. So Dennis wrote the first chapter of something and he sent it to me and he was like, write chapter two. So I wrote chapter two and I tried to make it as cliffhanger as I could <laughs> with no possible escape for the characters. And then I was like, you write chapter three. That's so that's much right. fun. Yeah. It was super fun. Chapter one, in a, in, a, in a school classroom doing a robotics class. Chapter two, in the realm of slugs, which, which is just a, a giant swamp full of nothing but pink slugs. Like, <laughs> what? 
you're like, <laughs> okay, I guess. Yeah, but there were rules to the game. You had to respect what the person wrote, so you couldn't change it, right? So whatever yeah, yeah. mad, crazy thing. And it was, the, it was so fun, right? Because you'd open your email and I'd read what Dennis had done and I'd be laughing out loud because I love Wednesday and I love Elfie. The characters are so like close to my heart, but I had no idea what they were going to do until I read. There was no plan. It was just, a, just for fun. Oh, so that's incredible. Yeah. So what made you decide to have that combination between science and magic? Um, I, I think, I think someone, someone put the head, the idea into my head, sort of sciencey magic, um, sciencey fiction. Cause, mm. cause it was kind of, we were trying to come up during the early phase when we were trying to come up with the ultimate idea, <laughs> it was, <laughs> it was a, a good combination of our backgrounds. And then that kind of, it kind of spun off from there. This just one day that kind of, I, the, the the core idea of the of of a girl who who is destined to become a sorcerer but actually just wants to like finish year six and pass science <laughs> popped into my head and there's this thing with our culture right where you can only enjoy the things you're good at mm. oh you you must love that you're very good at it and I like Wednesday because she's rubbish at a lot of what she does like she's not good at science every time she tries to do anything fireballs rain from the ceiling or her teacher's eyebrows get burned off you know so she's not good at what she does, but she loves it. And why can't we do stuff that we're not good at? Why do we only show ourselves when we're doing something that we're good at? Like, just do it. Just do it. And whatever <laughs> it is and have fun. I'm terrible at cooking. I love cooking. So, I love that. Yeah. I love that as well. It's, it's true. It is so important to just enjoy doing something even if you're bad at it. I, I love gardening, but only if there's a chainsaw inside. <laughs> That's I love gardening, gardening and I kill so many plants, <laughs> but I still absolutely love it. Yeah. So yeah. there is that saying that magic is just science that we can't explain. Do you think that's true or do you like to imagine magic as something completely different? Um, do you know what's magic? Yeah. No. This morning, I went to the toilet. That is magic. Utter, complete magic. <laughs> For Years. We walked around with buckets and then one day someone creative went, to... oh my gosh, you know, I have an idea. And, and that idea, like, what if? What if we didn't have to dig a hole and cover it up? And yeah. people would have gone, that's crazy. You can't do that. That's magic. And now, it all disappears. <laughs> you know? That's it's true. Magic. And I think there is so much in our everyday lives that we actually can't explain. Like, Honestly, there is a lot about the technology that I use that I could not fully explain to you how it works. And it is a little bit like magic, but it, it's true. It's just, it's this kind of liminal space where you either understand it or you don't. But understanding it also doesn't technically make it not magic now that I think about it. <laughs> because it still has a spark and it still has an excitement to it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love that. And the magic, you know, like... It's not like one person invented the toilet or the, or the <laughs> computer or it, it, that, what, that's what happens when we all work together. Like that's how we got to the moon. That's how we do great things is by everybody doing their little bit. Nobody understands how to build a rocket, but you can understand <laughs> a little part of that and together we can make a rocket. And that, that's how we wrote Wednesday Weeks, like together by combining our two brains and, and our editors and our publishers, you know, everybody working together comes out with a way better product. So there's three books in the series so far. Are there going to be more? Not at this stage. <laughs> no? <laughs> no, because, um, spoiler alert, they all die at the end. 
Oh. No, that's not true. That's not true. That's not true. No. Um, but yeah, there's some pretty big reveals at the end of book three. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll have to read them to yes. find out. Yes. But give us an overview of what the series is about. We've heard a little bit about it, but who is it for? Like, who do you want to be reading this book and what do you want them to get out of it? So, well, the target age range is like 8 to 12 or higher, obviously, just about anybody. But I don't know. From my point of view, kids who love magic or, or who love science or a bit of both, kids who love explosions... Kids who love funny books, it's it's basically a comedy adventure. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah, the last, yeah, I mean, you just have to read it. It's, <laughs> it's very funny and it's very, like, you love unusual. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And there's so much creativity in it as well. Can you give us an example of some creative ways of using science or magic? Without spoilers. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Well, there's uh, Elfie Jr., Ah, um, yeah, so my favourite piece of tech from the books is also one of the characters. He's a little robot called Alfie Jr. And he's, he, so Alfie is Wednesday's best friend and Alfie Jr. is his little robot. <laughs> um, and he's a little STEM coding robot. It's the kind of, kind of robot that kids might have in, in their classes to learn programming. And he, Alfie, or, Alfie Jr. always gets a chance to save the day. So, like... As, as the books go on, he gets tricked out with extra extra fancy programs and gadgets and stuff like uh, a Wi-Fi camera or <laughs> uh, an electromagnet. So Alfie Jr. always, he's, he's a little robot with wheels. He kind of scurries around and he always gets to save the day. And how did you use your own creativity in writing these books and coming up with all of the wacky ideas that you throw into the mix? I don't know how creative I was because <laughs> I was sitting at home going, oh, I've got to do the laundry. I've got to do the laundry. I need an idea. I'm going to write about laundry. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I was like, a laundry, this is fantastic. What if there was just a magic spell I could say and someone would come and take this all away? The laundry See, fairy. See, that's what I mean by I would like to know magic because that would be very nice. But that's what a toilet is, but that's just not true. for laundry. <laughs> <laughs> that's not how you use a toilet. Don't, don't flush your clothes. But did you ever wonder where socks go? Maybe that's where they go. Maybe. The realm, the realm of lost things, yeah. that's where they go. It's a giant, <laughs> a giant wardrobe maze. Yeah, so you, people always say to write what you know. But um, that can be a little bit boring if you just write what you know. I'd be writing, then I washed my children's socks. Mm. So instead, just inject a little bit of curiosity and wonder and imagination and go, okay, what if, what if, what if? And yeah, I just find that exciting. Yeah, yes. A lot of my ideas are just kind of mashups of all the books and, and movies and stuff that I've ever, <laughs> ever watched. And if when you're young, that tends to be very derivative. But if you've watched enough books, if you've watched enough movies and read enough books, then it all kind of blends together and it, you kind of come up with something fresh. Yeah. I love how you're like, yeah, you totally should watch lots of movies and play <laughs> lots of games because it will help your own creativity as well. Totally. Well, speaking of creativity, speaking of science... One of my favourite things about science is getting hands-on and I hear you've got an experiment that we're going to do, so can we go do that? Let's do it. <laughs> Why not check out the Opera House website as well to see all of the cool workshops, tours and talks that we've got on offer. There's a bunch of cool stuff and we want to hear from you, so we hope to see you again soon. Bye. Yay! See ya! To make sure you don't miss out, subscribe to Arty Farty wherever you get your podcasts from. Thanks for listening. <laughs>